Welcome to Lefrisian Chronicles, Song of Shadows, a magical audio drama storytelling experience. The show contains swearing, allusions to sexual themes, as well as themes of violence. Thank you, and enjoy this episode of Song of Shadows. In something that doesn't belong to you. But we can help you. We've seen what your help means, and we want no part of it. Are you sure of that? Your mind says otherwise. You don't know anything about me. Orly Fayshard. We know your mind better than you know yourself. We know your deepest, darkest you try to hide, but you cannot hide from us. Don't listen to it! It's going to try to get into your head. We're already there. The creature took a step forward off the small platform at the head of the throne room. The volcanic ground shook beneath them, throwing the guards slightly off balance. You're the one who called for us. You all called. You're wrong! The monstrosity opened its mouth to speak, but its multi-layered, booming voice did not come out. Instead, the throne room was filled with a whispered, hellish replication of Orly's own voice. I should have told Leslie, Leslie that she wouldn't understand. She doesn't understand me. Not like he did. She'll never understand me. She'll never understand. I'm, I'm not, not even sure, sure I want her to. Leslie, I- Save it. You wanted an escape. You wanted a reason to leave her. That's not true. Maybe, Maybe one, one day, day I can learn to love her. I can learn to love her. Maybe, Maybe one, one day, day I can send her. Stop! Lee. Did you really feel that way? No! I mean, maybe once, but but no. Your darkest thoughts, Sorelli. All of your darkest thoughts. I can't believe you. You are not so innocent yourself, Miss Leslie Anderson. If I leave this case, I'll finally make partner. partner. It's too bad the client is actually guilty. Uh, every lawyer represents guilty clients. It's our job to do that. But you let them go free. Free to sin again. And they do. They always do. Luisa Reynolds. Carmen Sanchez. Caleb Stetson. Joyce Shoulder. Jay Forbes. No, Stop it! 
Lynn, David, also. Please stop. Marcus, What is it? Leslie, who are these people? Please. I can't. Leslie, are you okay? Leslie, talk to us. We're here. So many names, Leslie. Should you tell them they are? Or should we? You're a monster. What is it, Leslie? Those... Those are... The names. The names... Um You can do it, Leslie. Say, Say it. it. Tell us who they are. Those are Those are the names of murder victims. Victims my clients killed. I know. I know it's hard representing someone who did something so horrible, but but that's your job. Those victims are not your fault. They were killed after I won their case. Those people are dead. Those people are dead because, because I made it so their murderer could walk free. You called to us. You wanted us to take away your guilt, your regret. Yes. Why are you doing this? Why? You, you want, want to know, know why? You don't deserve the answer. We all have secrets. It doesn't matter. Doesn't it? Who does really think she is? is giving the throne to Kaylin? I've been in the guard longer. I'm a more skilled fighter. If anyone else should sit on the throne, it's me. Kaylin, it was just stupid jealousy. I know. Morally never, never even deserved Leslie. Leslie. Never even deserved Leslie. She's, She's too good, good for her. You've made your point. You know our secrets. You know our fears. Our desires. We get it. Nex. You never said. You, you all called for the King Arson might have killed Ellie's parents, but he was a pretty, he was good, a pretty king. good king. Sometimes I miss my parents are right. right. I should have gone with I should have gone with them. Kaylin promoted me because he had to. I swear I didn't mean it. I nothing for Please don't. Don't listen. I didn't. Being locked up with my parents would be better than babysitting you. That's not true. I didn't have this. I would never. Stop this. If I had listened to my friends, stop it. They'd still be alive. If I hadn't had it hated Hendrake, this isn't maybe we real. We could have saved them. Please stop. I let them Kansas. down. That's not true. I never meant that. I trust you. I trust him. I'm the reason they're dead. I'm the reason they're dead. The reason they're dead. That's enough. Is it difficult? Facing the truth of who you are. We are not our weakest point. Those thoughts, those are moments in our lives when we struggled, when we were broken. But they are not who we are. You do not 
know who we are. Out of the corner of her eye, Orly saw movement along the wall of the great chamber. Her heart swelled at the sight of Kai, Avery, Aaron, and the Keepers. Kai nodded once before continuing to lead the Keepers toward the creature. Orly knew she needed to buy them some time. You sit here, acting righteous, pretending you're doing the world a favor, when in fact, you're a thief. You steal memories, moments, you steal lives away. You've stolen the song, I can see it now, burning in your chest. Why? Orly knew her words had rang clear to Kai and the others. They had their target now. They worked quietly to move into a better position. They needed more time. Shadows are limited. There can be no shadow when there is no light. We've wasted our years in a confine of light and dark. But the song that has nominated its power pulses every waking minute. Our power is weakened by the light, but not anymore. Fear will never again be confined to the darkness. That's cheating. Everyone is limited, that's the point. But we will not be limited anymore. Orly watched as Kai, Avery, and Aaron took positions just to the side of the creature, while the other keepers filed in behind. Kaylin and Nyx gripping their weapons tightly, and Shelby knocked an arrow. It was surrounded. And it was time. Now! The throne room erupted into battle, as arrows were released, and the creature was attacked by unseen adversaries. The monstrosity took one of its large arms, and swung it wildly near the volcanic floor, hoping to find purchase with the invisible assailants. And it did. Its massive, pale arms swung across the floor, and several of the keepers were thrown from their feet, including Avery and Kai, who were tossed back against the obsidian walls. Kai's face twisted in pain while Avery held their throbbing arm. You have brought friends. That's fine. The more, the merrier. The figure took another step, and with both arms, swung at the guard standing in front of it. Watch out! With a flash of golden light, Orly forced a shield around them, just in time for the arms to come crashing at them. The sound was as loud as thunder, and its hands bounded off the golden dome of protection surrounding them. Orly smiled up at the figure through her film of safety. Nice going, Orly. <laughs> Thank you. You have some tricks. The keepers continued to attack the back of the figure, but it ignored their assault and reached directly into the ceiling of fire, its long, bony fingers grasping in the flame. Orly felt the heat rise, almost as if by reaching through, the creature had broken a barrier that kept them safe from the hellfire above them. One way or another, you will join us. As the creature lowered its hands, 
Orly noticed they were covered entirely in red-hot flame, all the way to the malformed joint. Then it rested its hands on either side of her golden shield. The infernal flame danced along the edges of its boundaries, never penetrating, but taunting them. Um, it's getting pretty hot in here. We're not going to be able to stay in here too long. We're going to get cooked. But if I drop the shield, the flame will hit us. Just hold on. Maybe Kai and the others can stop it. Kai, Avery, and Aaron were in fact leading their keepers in a massive assault of the creature. Each sword, arrow, and dagger dealing blows, but doing seemingly no harm against the massive amalgamation. It stood its ground as a fiendish smile spread across its lips. Sweat began to pour off the guard as they stood within the pressure cooker that was the shield. Aim for the heart! We're flying! Aaron, be careful! We cannot stay in here. Lee, what are we gonna do? Come here, quickly! Orly anxiously reached for all of her companions and gathered them closely in front of her, her back facing the creature. She took a deep breath and released her massive golden wings. Their length too large with a small shield. She wrapped them around her companions. You'll take the full force of the fire, Orly. I know. I'll drop the shield, and you all run. I'll hold it off as long as I can. Please, don't. There's no time. Three, two, one, run! The shield fell from around them, and the fire found its way to Orly's wings, <sighs> engulfing her. Run! Orly, hold on! The guard dispersed from behind her wings, untouched by the infernal flame, and headed toward the keepers. Orly stood her ground, her back searing from where the hellfire met her skin and her wings. Her body weakened, pain shot through her, and just when she felt like she had taken all she could handle, her mind drifted to her parents. Fire had been their demise. It would not be hers. With newfound resolve, and when she was sure the last of her companions had escaped unscathed, she took off, wincing with each painful flap of her charred golden wings. Show yourselves! The dissonant chord rang through the throne room, and weapons fell to the ground as the keepers and the guards struggled to cover their ears. The creature smiled and looked around its feet at the keepers who were slowly coming into view. Aaron, hide! Aaron dove behind the throne, out of the line of sight from the creature. Orly knew if this creature noticed they were twins, they would be its main target. And then her heart dropped. Kai and Kaelin stood near each other with their hands over their ears wincing at the pain from the misuse of the song. And standing over them was a slua, staring directly at them. Kaelin, no! Kai and Kaelin froze as they realized what had been discovered. Kai, now visible, stood next to his twin, in front of the very creature which hunted them. Orly's eyes welled with tears. What do we have here? Kai and Kaelin exchanged nervous glances before returning their gaze to the formidable opponent. Keepers, will you never learn? 
Kai and Kaelin's eyebrows furrowed in confusion as the figure spoke. You shouldn't have come here, you pathetic siren. And this Lefrician is weak for asking for your assistance. Kai looked to Kaelin, who returned the look of shock. It can't tell? I... I guess it can't. How? I have no idea! Maybe your mark? You think so? It's the only explanation. It's gone. Secrets, secrets. We have some secrets of our own, you know. Another dissonant chord rang out from the creature. <coughs> the harsh sound caused everyone to double over, clutching their ears. Something about the notes seemed to creep into their minds. Their eyes glossed over as fear took them. Thank you for listening. Today's episode was written by Nicole Tuttle and edited by Mariah Clausen and featured the vocal talents of Nicole Tuttle, ML Erhart, Mariah Clausen, Ace Corsaira, Emily Buza, Wes Haas, Abigail Stewart, Brayden Tuttle, Zach Cipriano, Andrew Morrison, Ashley Winfield, and Connor Brannigan. This episode was sound designed and edited by Catherine Stanley, along with Mariah Clausen, Griffin Coldron, and Megan Peugeot. Featuring the music of John Bartman, and I'm Erica Harmon. Want to stay up to date on all things Lafrisian Chronicles? Follow our social media for more information about upcoming episodes, at Lafrisia Audio on Twitter. If you enjoyed today's episode, subscribe to our show on your favorite podcasting site and leave a review. Until next time, listeners.